Hey guys, we have an incredible podcast coming your way. We're going to teach you exactly how to look great, feel strong at your ideal body weight. How? By teaching you about the latest innovations and the discoveries about hormones, the herbs, the natural approaches that will help you to optimize your stem cells, your mitochondria. Please stay tuned. This is a show you must listen to. Successful thing for some people would listen. Like you say, it always works. It's, it's, it's so fundamental. It's as fundamental as, uh, as a drunk downing a bottle of vodka and the results. You know, and if you sober the drunk up, you know what's going to happen. Uh, same thing with food poisoning. You stop poisoning people, and the food poisons are very simple. They're animal foods and vegetable oils. Yeah, the, the, the mother of my son, uh, Nicholas, uh, 28 years ago, she died uh, a little after Thanksgiving morning because of uh, hyperthyroidism and endocrine disruptors. And I didn't really at the time, even though she was starting to follow a healthy diet, uh, the doctors, you know, did um, induce labor for four days and it was very stressful on her. And at the time she was having headaches and swelling and they said, well, just take aspirin and go home. And uh, at the time I didn't understand what was going on with, with her thyroid condition. And uh, of course, we know that there's a lot of endocrine disruptors and uh, uh, certain things that affect uh, our thyroid. And so for me, I spent the last 28 years studying everything I could about hormonal balance and about diet and exercise and, and meditation and everything that it takes to help people live a better quality life. So, you know, when my son, who never met his mother, you know, um, uh, we went up to Northern California and uh, I, I remember sharing with you that she had passed and uh, it, it was a tough time for me because, you know, to raise my son, you know, by myself and, and, and to kind of live with that, um, that feeling of guilt that what could I have done to save her life? You know, when you lose someone you love dearly, you, you got to dig deep and think, you know, what more can I do to help people? So I'm so thankful that you're on the show today, Chef AJ and John McDougal, because, you know, it, it, it's motivated me to help. And, and, you know, Chef AJ, you're doing like daily shows. You are amazing. And John, you know, you're still coming out and, and doing shows. And, I, you know, again, it, it means the world to me that you're out there sharing the truth. Today was my 450th show. Oh, God bless. Yeah. And you, I know you've been on and Dr. McDougal's been on quite a bit. I, I'd have him on every day if he'd come. Yeah, right. You get tired of me. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Anyway, the, uh, there have been a lot of people involved in this, and it's been a successful thing for some people who would listen. Like you say, it always works. It's, it's, it's so fundamental. It's as fundamental as, uh, as a drunk downing a bottle of vodka and the results. You know, and if you sober the drunk up, you know what's going to happen. Uh, same thing with food poisoning. You stop poisoning people, and the food poisons are very simple. They're animal foods and vegetable oils. And instead, you feed them a starch-based diet with fruits and vegetables. You walk them around a little bit, give them a little sunshine, take them off some of their toxic drugs, the ones that are doing them more harm than good, and they thrive. And even in older age, uh, you say, I'm still around, Nick. I've been doing this for half a century. I'm now in my mid-70s, and I have to say, I'm, I'm as good at speaking, maybe better, and as good at writing, and maybe better and putting slideshows together. And I think it's because, uh, you know, you, as you age, what happens is things coalesce and they start to make a total sense. And I've forgotten a lot of facts. 
you know, some of them that you've brought up today that I've forgotten. Uh, but that's okay. I think what happens with getting older is you have such a, a broadening of your understanding of what's going on that you're able to convey the message much better. At least I've found that in myself. And I'm certainly hoping that over the next 10 years, I don't lose that. Uh, certainly by 85, it would be not usual for people to be functioning as well as they did in their 40s. And it's very seldom at 95. I tell you, I, I have no particular long-term goals like that. I just you know, want to keep working. Yeah, I tell the example of Bernardo Lapello, who who uh, grew up in in uh, the Phoenix, uh, Arizona area, and he lived to the age of 114, uh, 115 uh, plus or minus there. And he wrote a book, author of Living Beyond 100. But his secret was he was mostly plant based. He would walk every morning. He would get to sleep at sunset and rise. Uh, that is, uh, at, yeah, sunset and then rise at sunrise. And he, he followed a, a whole plant-based diet for all those years. And there's videos of him making like a bean salad and a, a fresh fruit salad and a, a green vegetable salad. And he would add in garlic and, and different things. And, you know, it, it's really exciting because my mom has turned 86 and, and she helped me with this book, Simply Healthy Cookbook, which fit, took me 15 years of gathering recipes from around the world. And I know, Chef AJ, you have an incredible cookbook and John... Uh, with Mary and her ability to help with cookbooks. Because, you know, I, I remember back when our lecturers, our educators, when they taught the science, but they weren't in the food preparation department. I look back and a lot of those guys gained the weight or, you know, not too healthy now. But the food demonstrators, the, the cooks, they're all in great shape. They look fantastic because they learned proper food preparation and to make it a way of life. Isn't that the most critical factor, Chef AJ and John, is to make this something that is just, you do it without thinking. You you don't sacrifice. You won't put uh, cheap gasoline in a nice brand new car. You'd put the best gasoline. You wouldn't mix it with kerosene to cut it or something or, or put fat in the gas tank. You would you would uh, do it the best. Horse race owners, they, they feed their horses better than anything. You wouldn't give horses the wrong food. So why are we doing this to our bodies? Because a lot of people like uh, Jack Lane, who, who ate foods as grown, he, you know, he was very into at age 95, uh, trying to do the right thing. And Bob Del Delmatique, who I coached near the end of his life, and got him on a plant-based whole foods diet. Here's a picture of him at age 84. So, you know, each person kind of comes into this life and, you know, they sometimes look at us plant-based doctors and educators and they go, well, how come you're not big and muscular like, you know, some of these people? Well, it's not the plant animal foods that's got them big and muscular. The, the muscular part, they admit they're using steroids. They're using chemicals to get massive with weight training. And, you know, we know that probably bioidentical hormones might be safer, but herbs modify these foods. So what do we need to do to educate people that it's not be eating a big slab of meat that are going to grow muscle. Uh, gorillas are muscular, right? Bonobos monkey, monkeys are, are muscular. And they're all plant-based. Our relatives, if we believe they're part of our, our lineage, or if we just go back to the Bible and say what, what uh, we were told is appropriate for our way of, of living. What do you think? Well, I, I wish I had the answer, Nick, as to how to get people to change. Uh, I think uh, it's you have to be persistent. So if you have friends or relatives that you really care about and you get discouraged because of their negative reaction to you when you suggest a good diet, don't get discouraged. It takes multiple 
multiple interactions with people. And, you know, I found, and I ask it asked quite often because I've taken care of over 12,000 people. I, I get asked, uh, <clears throat> Uh, who is it that's going to make this kind of change? And, and I tell you the truth, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, there could be a, a well-educated professor in chemistry who's been to school for, you know, post-grad education and so on, refuses it. Whereas the person who's had, you know, a fifth grade education and, you know, no opportunities in life, they can see it. I, I don't know. You know, I come to the conclusion it takes a little bit of a uh, little bit of knowledge, a little bit of w ability to communicate. Say an education of a seventh grader, that's enough. And uh, you also need to have a high level of self worth. Now, Nick, I, this is a, I think the biggest problem with people, and I don't know how to deal with that. I have a great psychologist, Doug Lyle, who tries to figure out how to deal with people's uh, self image. If people don't care about themselves, it's you know it's all downhill. Uh, these are the folks that smoke cigarettes still in face of all the knowledge we have, the ones that uh, abuse alcohol with all the knowledge we have. Uh, you know, they, just don't, they just don't care. You know, as far as some people are concerned, it's just a matter of uh, getting life over with. But you take a successful person, a person who has a great family, great job, great life, and oh, my goodness, just tell me how to be healthy. Tell me how to get my health. They're motivated. They care about themselves. So I have a slide that I wanted to show, and that is this particular slide. It's possible that by getting as little as 20 to 25 grams of protein from plant protein only, no animal added whatsoever, the intestines slough off about 30 grams of protein, and it's pure quality protein that we redigest and recycle. We also recycle over 150 grams of enzymes that are the best quality protein the body has. So we already get uh, over 180 grams of protein. Then if you just eat enough calories to meet your caloric needs, that is your ideal body weight, then you're going to get over 205 grams of protein without having to do these ridiculous athletic uh, beliefs that you have to add 100 or 200 grams of more protein above. They're over toxic. They're getting too much sulfur. Is it the wrong kind of sulfur? Because plants have sulfur too. So which is it? I, I reviewed a recent talk of yours and you were talking about toxicity, how eggs stink. You know, it's, you go to a lava pit and that's sulfur and you know that's toxin. But what about the plant sulfur? Because there's plant sulfur too. So uh, what's going on with that? You know, I don't know that I have that completely figured out, Nick. And I don't know whether people have the biochemistry down enough to, to give me the answer that you're looking for. But I can tell you eating sulfur found in garlic and onions is a pleasurable experience for me. The rotten eggs, you know, the sulfur that comes from animal foods is disgusting. It, it uh, sends a communication of sickness Whereas I don't get that reaction when I eat high sulfur containing plant foods. There's a big difference. It's how they're packaged. It's how the, the, the sulfur is packaged, Nick. Okay. And I, I also, is it true that the body recycles these uh, essential intestines and enzymes? So we have a built-in way to kind of uh, deal with uh, what Francis Moore LePay, who you interviewed, and she talked about in Diet for a Small Planet, and I have that book on my shelf, that you need all eight essential amino acids. So you must combine rice with beans to get a complete protein. But in her 10th year revised edition, she retracted that and said, I'm sorry, I was so wrong. You get all eight essential 
essential amino acids from rice only or beans only. It's just good to have the variety, right? But you don't have to combine them to get a complete protein. What do you have to say about that? Because I know you personally interviewed uh, Frances Moore LePay when she was getting all kinds of attention, uh, supposedly giving us good advice about combining plant foods. Yeah, Frances Moore LePay made some very positive contributions. But one of the things that she did that was negative, and as you mentioned, she apologized for it, well, she convinced people that plant foods were incomplete and that you had to mix, mix and match. And that means you have to be a dietitian or carry around a dietetic handbook to avoid um, something due to protein deficiency, which has never been described. I think unless you want to go to the trouble that you and I have gone through, Nick, and that is to look at the basic research. And I've reviewed that in several of the publications that I've written. Unless you want to go through that trouble, you need to, to come to the conclusion that there's no such thing as protein deficiency. Why? Because you've never seen it. You've never seen protein or amino acid deficiency. No friends have it. No offspring have it. No parents have it. Nobody has it. Based on blood lab work, the protein levels remain just as good on a plant-based or better than they do on an animal-based diet. You know it. You brought up the best fact that in those people who starved, I think it was Ireland, and they went without food because it was a, a, a cause, and the people who died did not die of protein deficiency. They died of fat deficiency. Right. Yeah, as I mentioned, and, and again, have faith or do the research yourself. You know, that's your choice. I've done the research. I put it together in a lecture that's, uh, that Nick has referred to on a few occasions. Uh, I just put it up on the internet on YouTube. You can look it up, Nick Dougal and Protein. It'll get you there pretty quickly. Uh, I will go over a lot of the research for you. And uh, in the books that I've written, I go over the research. Otherwise, believe it. You have never seen protein or amino acid deficiency. You've seen problems due to excess protein like kidney stones, osteoporosis, kidney damage, liver damage. And the foods they're associated with, when I say protein, you say meat. And maybe you say eggs, and maybe you say cheese. But that's the category of foods you're thinking of. So uh, anything high protein is going to be high animal food, and that's really the destructive part of the diet. You don't have to go into any more details. Animal foods are food poisons for the human being. Yes, we're tough. Yes, we can tolerate two packs of cigarettes a day. Yes, we can live on a half a bottle of whiskey a day. Yes, we can live on hot dogs wrapped in bacon. The body's tough. But these are food poisons as results in a slow death. Breast cancer, colon cancer, prostate cancer, heart disease, strokes, diabetes, kidney. It, it's ubiquitous. It, it affects over 80% of the people living in, in developed countries, Nick. You know, and the, the, what troubles me, and I know it troubles you, and I, AJ deals with it every day with her people on her class, is why can't you see this? It's so obvious. Like, people don't want to see it. I think that's the problem is they, they're so attached, as I used to be, to their pepperoni pizza, to their glazed hams, you know, to their cheese sandwiches. They're so attached that somehow they don't think they can live without their favorite foods. I've had to come to the conclusion that what people eat is more personal, brings up more defensive reactions than does the discussion of religion and or politics. I can talk to people about religion or politics. Well, I really can't. Or sex. I don't talk to them about their food. 
That was an amazing show. And now I want to put it all together for you. How do you locate these incredible natural herbs, organic, the best, designed to help you to improve your hormonal balance, give you energy, help you to look and feel great? DocNutrients.com. This is our sponsor. There is a special quiz. Please take the immune system quiz, and it's going to give you some incredible feedback and ideas about how to strengthen your immune system during these troubling times. Be well. It's 2021, and we're here to support you.